Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> folks it's your boy long beach joe and we are back at it back at it back at it again and so are the new york jets we are here live after watching the new york jets lose to the miami dolphins 24 to 17 24 to 17 and let me tell you something this game this is a game where you could clearly see that the new york jets continue to have issues with coaching continue to have issues with penalties, continue to have issues with finishing drives, just continue to have a lot of the same issues that we've seen consistently throughout this season. This was a game that the New York Jets could have won, but they did not do what it took. They could not do what it would take to get a victory. Let's go ahead and get into the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me say this. We promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy's on iTunes as well, all right? Your boy is on iTunes, all right? Listen, go on iTunes, search Long Beach Joe Show, and then guess what you do? Subscribe. After you subscribe, go down there, give your boy a five-star rating, and give me some feedback. I love hearing about, you know, your thoughts about what I'm doing here on this show. All right? I love it. I love going back and forth with people. I love getting y'all feedback. I'm also on Twitter as well, YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. That's my personal Twitter. The show's Twitter is The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? At The Long Beach Joe Show. Go ahead and follow that page. Go back and forth about the Jets, talk about life, all kinds of things. All right. I'm also on YouTube as well. I live stream my shows through YouTube. For those of you that listen to me on Blog Talk Radio, I got quite a bit of listeners. Salute to everybody. We live stream the radio show on Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets, go to YouTube, hit Long Beach Joe Jets, and then guess what you do? You subscribe, you hit that notification bell, and you give your boy a thumbs up. Hit me in the comments, too. Let me know what you folks think about this, uh, about the show. Now it's time to get into it. Listen, the New York Jets have started off, and I'm going to get to everybody that's on the line. Just please be patient. We're going to get to everybody, all right? This New York Jets team has an issue, has a big issue with coaching. If you look at this game, this game was pretty tight, okay? We were able to fight our way back in. We were down early. Then we were able to get a tie. It was 7-7. Seven seven. Things were looking good for us. We had, some, we had some stumbles. We had some bumps. Amendola, two missed field goals in this football game. Unacceptable. It's another one from 40. We need to be looking for a new kicker. We need to bring kickers in for competition, particularly in this offseason. And we're going to be talking about that because we'll do offseason shows as well. His performance today was unacceptable. But the offense, for the most part, they could get drives going, but they couldn't finish them. They just couldn't, right? We were down early. Things weren't looking so good. The defense was able to get an interception. Ashton Davis got that. We were able to get a score off the interception. Things were looking smooth for us. We had Moses go down with the ankle injury, but he eventually came back later on in the game. But things were looking good for us. We were able to get a touchdown. We were able to get rolling. Crowder got us going early. I was happy about it. Let's get going. Then things just kind of couldn't get together. 
We were able to find other guys as well, though. We were able to find other players. But the fact that we consistently got penalties offensively, it hurt us, pushed us into really bad situations, kept pushing us back, kept putting us in situations where it was, you know, third and 15, all kinds of stuff, just bad moves by us, bad. And, again, the missed field goals really piled on. But what really hurt us is when we tied the game up, it was 14-14. Elijah Moore had made a big play, 62-yard catch. Things were going well. Things were going really well. But we just couldn't, we couldn't get out of our own ways. We could not get out of our own ways. And that's when we looked at the defense. The defense comes in, starts to get penalties as well. We saw penalties all game long for us, all game long. But then we had a big penalty by John Franklin Myers that gifted the Dolphins a touchdown, gifted them a touchdown, absolutely gifted, us a, gifted them a touchdown. On third and four, gifted them a touchdown. But we have been giving away penalties like that all game. All game we had stuff like that going on. You got Ashton Davis, instead of making tackles on a guy, he's pushing guys forward and pushing them into the end zone. Pinnock had another penalty as well on third down. On a third and three, after New York Jets could have got the Dolphins off the field with a sack, Pinnock gets called for holding. That gives the Dolphins an extended drive. Penalties killed us today in this game. Absolutely killed us. Destroyed us. Shane, how many times we continue to elevate their drive, continue to push them forward. He had seven penalties today. Seven. That is undisciplined. We're playing undisciplined football. It's the same thing over and over and over again. We keep doing it. We won't stop. And that's on coaching. Every week we're seeing the same thing, penalties, helping us, helping to kill our drives, and then we give away penalties defensively to help our opponents extend theirs. Mind-blowing, man. Sulla also made some mistakes in this game as well. He was blowing through timeouts so early in the half, he literally blew through a timeout that should have, he should have brought the punt team out, decided to put the field goal team out on the, out on the field to kick a 56-yard field goal, ends up blowing a timeout to bring the punt team on. What was the point? You couldn't trust Amendola in that situation anyway. He had already missed a 55-yarder earlier in the game. It's insanity. Now he blows through timeouts. We get down by two scores. They were up 21-17, 21-14, excuse me. Then they hit a field goal, which made it 24-14. to 14. And he couldn't do anything but watch them drain the clock out because we only had one timeout left. That's bad game management. Bad game management. Yet again, we're in the same position that we were with Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles was doing stuff like this. That's why we fired him. His game management skills were questionable. The penalty issues with the players was questionable. All these issues that we had, Sulla's got to clean this up. We can't be worried about the young players on the field and their progression and figuring out how to make them the best and figuring out what their ceilings are and making sure that they reach their potential and worry about you coaching as well. We cannot do that. 
He's got to step up. These guys must know that there is some type of, 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 of cost for these idiotic penalties that are being done. John Franklin Myers bailing the Dolphins out on third and four, which led to a touchdown, was a killer. At the worst, we could have dealt with them kicking a field goal. But that play leading to a touchdown, helping them within their drive, deep in our zone anyway, is insane. John Franklin Myers is not a rookie. He's not. This guy's been in the league. He should be smarter than that. Then you got Pinnock again out there making bad plays as well. He gets a he gets a, a call as well on third and three. It's killers, and we were doing that all game. These penalties on third down, penalties on second down, helping them just gifting them drives. Again, we were penalized seven times in this game. But we've been heavily penalized this season, all this season damn near. That has been a steady theme for this football team this season. Week after week after week, getting penalized. Just insanity, man. Insanity. We have to be concerned about the coaching. We have to be concerned about our head coach. Where's the fire? Where's the passion? Where's the repercussions for players getting penalized like this? These guys are just out here doing whatever. You started Joe Flacco in this game. I know that there's a lot of people that had contra- uh, uh, questions about that as well, about starting Joe Flacco. He came in. He was 24-39, had 291 yards, throwing the ball, two TDs. There was pressure on him. We actually benched Greg Van Roten in this game, which – Duvernay was the guy that actually started. The offensive line looked a little bit better at times that there was pressure on Flacco. We also saw guys like Michael Carter really rise to the occasion in this game. Michael Carter continues to be a player that flashes, continues to be a young player that looks exciting. He went down with an ankle injury in this game. We'll see, you know, if he's going to be able to come back. But he looked good. There were so many plays, so many times in this game where we were looking at situations and we were like, whoa, you know, it's third and four, second down and five, something like that, and Flacco would hit him in the flats and he'd have two or three guys in his face and be able to evade them and move the chains. This guy's a building block, man. I really like what we saw out of him before the injury. Again, he had 63 yards rushing, nine carries, had some catches as well. I really like what, what Carter brought to the table. But I tell you what, you look at this game, you look at positives from this game. You look at positives from the offense. And I'm telling you right now, this boy Elijah Moore, this boy Elijah Moore is standing up and standing out, man. He truly is. He truly is. This dude Elijah Moore had eight catches for 141 yards and a touchdown, had a big play in this game to bring us back into it, a 62-yard touchdown. Big plays, man. This kid is looking like the guy that we all hoped that he was going to become when we saw him in preseason. When we saw him in the offseason, he was running around out there doing mini camps, and everybody was so impressed with his route running and everything that he would bring to the table. 
He's been very, he was very, very good in this football, team, football game. His route running was solid. His hands were good. He made a lot of catches that I didn't think he – even later on in the game, he made a catch to a ball that was behind him. What a play. Guys moving around, man. I really like what Elijah Moore did in this football game, and I'm hoping that he can continue to build upon this. We need to continue to utilize him as well within the offense, continue to do that. Guy Elijah Moore is serious business. Jamison Crowder had a solid day as well, six catches, 44 yards. He was finding his little stuff as well. He had a touchdown. The opening touchdown was him too. He looked solid. Ryan Griffin was out there catching the football. We're utilizing him within the passing game. Joe Flacco was finding him early and often, but we just couldn't finish drives. That was the biggest problem. We would get drives going, and then they would die at a certain spot. We would get a penalty offensively that would push us back, and our drives would just get killed. We just couldn't keep things going. Corey Davis, three catches, 35 yards. He looked good. We even had Baldwin get involved in the passing game. Baldwin got himself a catch as well. So many questions, man. So many questions. Jets' offensive line looked decent. Joe Flacco did get blasted today, though. I will tell you that. There were some turnovers. Joe Flacco took a shot from an un, uh, unblocked player, unblocked Dolphins blitzer that brought the heat. Dolphins were able to recover that. That was able to, you know, push them down the field, get themselves a drive going. Our defense in this game was suspect at times. Tua was finding ways to get the ball out of his hands quickly. That, that staff over there with the Dolphins, they drew up a game plan today that was something else. They did. They found a way to make the short passing game. They found a way to make sure that they utilized their tight ends effectively against this New York Jets defense, and it hurt us. Tua was 27 of 33 today for 273 yards, two TDs, and he did throw an interception. That was two. Let me tell you something. After that play, Ashton Davis pretty much took the rest of the game off because <laughs> he was doing nothing but a bunch of bonehead stuff after that. He was, he was the guy that pushed Mac Hollins forward. Instead of making a tackle, Isaiah, Isaiah Dunn blows the coverage. Ashton Davis has the leverage. He has the angle on the wide receiver. He can run him down. He does, and instead of tackling him and stopping the play, he pushes Mac Hollins forward into the end zone for a touchdown. Just bonehead stuff. Those are the type of plays that killed us all game long. Gaston ran the ball pretty much effectively as well. 23 catches for 89 yards. He was doing his thing. It's just, it was tough, man. Really tough watching this game. Because the Dolphins were able to utilize their big body players, and we talked about it, before this game started, we talked about it. We talked about Mike Gusecki, who had five catches for 50 yards. They also used Smythe as well, who had four catches for 37 yards. And Shaheen as well. These just big body guys, man. Big body guys. Big tight ends. Man, could not cut it. We couldn't stop them. We really couldn't stop him. Mac Hollins as well, two catches, 72 yards. They went to Jalen Waddle early and often. He was all over the place, all over the place. They utilized him all over the place. Again, salutes to all the savages. The lines are open, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking all callers. 
I want to speak to you folks about this New York Jets loss. 24 to 17. It's tough, man, watching this game. Really, really tough. Tell you a guy that did stand out for us defensively that I thought played pretty well in this football game, Michael Carter II. Michael Carter II continues to flash, continues to show us that he's a young corner that could be a cornerstone here, that could really be a guy that we can build around. Continues to show us that. Continues to show us that. Made a lot of great plays in this game, tipped a lot of balls away. Bryce Hall as well had some plays too where he looked good when they were going at him. But, man, the Dolphins just found a way to chew us up. They really did. Again, especially using these, utilizing these tight ends. Flores was ready, bro. He was ready. He had this team ready. He had the staff ready. He had everything ready to go. They had another wide receiver as well, Wilson, that had some, some key quality catches too. It's just, man, we really shot ourselves in the foot in this game. The same things that we do every game, the same stuff. We are not a good enough team to have mental errors coaching-wise and then turn around and give away drives, extend drives with penalties. If Amendola just makes those two field goals at, this, at that point in the game, if Amendola had made the two field goals that he should have, we would have only been down by one point. We would have only been down by one. Just mind-blowing, man. Mind-blowing. The running game, again, for the Dolphins was working very well and effective. Gaskins had a day for us. Did have a day on us. 23 carries for 89 yards. He was moving the ball well, effectively. Dolphins' offensive line I thought was pretty solid. We couldn't get much pressure onto us. Man. But those penalties by John Franklin Myers, that penalty by Pinnock. There were other penalties as well in the game that I thought was ridiculous, completely ridiculous. We costed ourselves so much. We costed ourselves this game. We gave away drives with penalties. Insane. Salute to GM with the big, big, big donation. I said salute to GM with the big, 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 big donation. GM says, I'm glad to hear Greg Van Roten was benched. Yeah, he was. Duvernay Tardif was brought in, and you know, like I said, the offensive line looked a bit better with him. I'm not going to tell any lies. We all know that Greg Van Roten has been bad. We all know that that situation up front needs to be rectified. That's when a lot of people are talking about not utilizing, you know, some of our top picks to pick offensive linemen. I start to question because guess what? This offensive line is not shored up as, as it should be. Connor McGovern has struggled this year mightily as well. He's struggled ever since we signed him. But Greg Van Roten finally saw the bench. And like I said, Duvernay Tardis looks good. But, again, we got to see that consistently. But so far, he's looked like a guy, you know, that might have something to him. He might be a guy that we can continue to stick out there at right guard as a starter until we figure out, you know, who the right guy is going to be for us. He might be the guy for us. So I'm all with that. I'm all with it. V-Man as well with the big, 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 big donation. 
I said the man as well with the big, big, big donation. <laughs> the man says, if we didn't miss two field goals, this game is different. But at least we don't have a disgusting mascot like Miami. Look up how often the how awful the Dolphins are in real life. <laughs> Salute to V-Man with the big, big, big donation. <laughs> Again, I want to thank V-Man. I also want to thank GM for donating to the platform. You know, but those are situations that, like V-Man was saying, if we don't miss those two field goals, we're in a completely different situation. The same way as if we're not being heavily penalized every dang game, we're in a different situation. And these guys that are making – John Franklin Myers with the penalties, dude, he's not a rookie. We just paid this guy. He should know not to do things like that. You know, he should know that. We didn't get any sacks today. Where's the pressure? Where's the pressure? Where's getting the Tua? Where's bringing him down? Where is this stuff? Where are our guys? Where's Quincy Williams with the pass rush? Where is this stuff at, man? These are big questions. We've got a lot of big questions, man. It's insanity. Completely insane. This game was in reach. This was a game that we could have won. This was a game that we should have been able to walk away with a W, but we, we, we stepped in our own way so many times. We caused so many of our own issues with penalties and undisciplined play. We cost it ourselves. The refs did make some bad calls in this game. There was one early where we kind of looked at it like, uh, don't know about that call, but everything else was on point, man. Everything else was on point. We continue to just be undisciplined, and our coaching continues to be suspect. And Sulla has to have that under control. He's got to. You can't be confused about what you're going to do in certain situations. That's basic game management. Everyone talks about how much we hate the Patriots, and we all do. We're Jets fans. We bleed green here. They're a division rival. They've been smacking us for years. They've been dominating the league for quite a long time. Do you know why the Patriots have been so good? It's because they're so well coached and they understand how to manage the game effectively. The Patriots have literally won Super Bowls, have literally competed in the playoffs year after year, have literally won so many regular season games over and over again, has literally dominated our division for years because they understand situational football to the T. When there are certain situations within the game, they act upon their script to make sure it plays out in their favor. When those critical moments happen, those critical moments go on. Find a way to snatch a victory out of that critical moment so it propels them forward to get the W in the game. And we're not doing that. We're imploding in those moments. We're causing those issues. A team coached by Bilicek is not going to be a heavily penalized football team. They're just not. You go crazy with Bill Bilicek, you get heavily penalized, you'll find yourself on the bench. You won't be playing. You will not be playing. We've got to make it 
an issue for players to go out there and do boneheaded. We've got to. We must. We cannot have this continue. These penalties are killing us. Penalties in key spots. In key spots. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. We costed ourselves this game. We had it. We were right there. Right there. And we costed ourselves. We didn't do what it took. We didn't do what it took. And Sulla must get better. He must get better as a head coach. He must. The standing there watching these things happen, not making the adjustments, not doing what it takes to put these players in situations to know, hey, this is not acceptable, it's not going to bode well for us. It truly is not. It really, really isn't. And now we're looking forward after this loss, we're looking at this upcoming game against the Texans. Now we're looking at that, and there's a lot of questions going on there as well. Where Again, I want to speak about that as well. 515 is the number. Call in. We're looking forward to those at that as well. Saying to ourselves, we're going to be going up against a Texas team that is hungry, a Texas team that wants to fight as well. I'm wondering if we're going to be fully prepared for that. Will Sella be able to coach a game? Will Sella be able to put together a game plan where the players are not going to go out there and look crazy, where they're not going to go out there and commit all these issues and penalties, where we're going to go in there and play solid situational football. You're looking at a Texas team right now that just beat the Tennessee Titans. They're coming out on fire, and this is the Tennessee Titans that have their weapons available, ready to go. I'm wondering if these situations are going to be there. Will Sulla have this team ready? Is this team going to continue to do some of the things that we're seeing with these penalties and these issues. Is he going to be prepared as coach as well? Or is there going to be another situation where yet again, he's going to have bad game management. This defense had problems today, stopping Tua, stopping the big body tight ends. Guess what? We're going to get Tyrod Taylor next week. This is a guy that can move around. He can move with the football. He's an accurate guy too. He can find guys. They got Brandon Cooks down there, Nico Collins, Danny, Danny Amendola. They got some guys that can catch the football. We've got to make sure that we get those, those guys covered as well. And we've got to get a pass rush. Today, Tua felt a little bit of rush early, but after that, it was all about getting the ball out of his hands and get it rolling. This defense has got to step up, man. It's got to step up. Then you look at the offensive side of the ball. There's some questions there as well, too. We're wondering if Zach Wilson is going to be back. I know there are some people questioning whether they should play Zach Wilson or anybody else. Look, if Zach Wilson is healthy, if he's fully healthy and ready to go physically, if he's ready, you put him out there on that field. That's what you do. You put him out there on that field and you let him play. Because this guy is the future and we need to see what it is. Again, if he's 100% healthy, you put him out there on that field. I think this is going to be another chance as well for us to see what this offensive line is going to look like. What is this offensive line going to look like? Are they going to bench Greg Van Roten for, is it Duvernay's job? Is it Duvernay Tartar's job? If it is, you're sitting, you're sitting uh, Greg Van Roten yet again. What is this offensive line going to look like? 
You know, Moses is dealing with that ankle stuff. He did come back and play in that game, but the way that things look, you got to think that ankle may be a little tender. Hopefully he's going to be able to play in the upcoming game again against the Texans. So if he's going to be out there, this offensive line is going to be out there, what are they going to look like? Are they going to be able to communicate properly and properly protect Zach Wilson? With Michael Carter possibly being out with that ankle injury too, can we go to our other backs and have similar production? Because, again, Michael Carter, for me, so far has head and shoulders looked like a guy that we can really count on there as running backs. Now, without him in the fold, if he does miss time because of that ankle injury, can we go to Coleman? Can he be effective within the scheme? Can he move and shake the same way that Carter was? Can he break some tackles and move the chains? Ty Johnson, we're going to see his reemergence as well. Is he a guy that we can count on? You also got to look at us offensively and ask some questions too. Can Elijah Moore have another repeat performance of what we saw today? Maybe not 141 yards, but can he break 100 yards again? Can he be a guy that is really starting to show up and show out for us? That's what we need to ask. Also, Denzel Mims, where is he at within his recovery process from, you know, the situation that's going on within the world? Those are big questions, too. So we're going to see all that going forward again. And middle linebacker, the Texans got Neville Hewitt, a guy that we know very well. So we're going to see them, man. We're going to see us match up with the Texans. And let me tell you, this is a team that's going to be ready to go, ready to go against us. And we've got to be prepared as well. Because this football team right now, we're just looking like like a deer in the headlights sometimes. <laughs> we truly are. We're giving away plays. We're extending other teams' drives with penalties. We're doing bonehead things within the game from players that should not be doing boneheaded things. I know, again, we talked about us being a very young team. We talked about that coming into this season. We do have a lot of young players starting at a lot of, you know, big roles for us. But some of these guys that are making these same uh, mistakes, some of these guys that are having issues with penalties, they're not the young players. They're not. Some of these guys that have issues with these penalties, these guys are guys that have been in this league. I just brought up John Franklin Myers, been in this league. The holding calls that we, we consistently get offensively, offensive line outside of, uh, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker, these guys are experienced. They've been in this league. They've been in this league. We've got to step it up. We've got to step it up because the things that we're doing are not going to fly. We're not a talented enough team to get away with this. That's the other kicker. We're not a talented enough team. It's bad enough that we're still trying to find our way talent-wise. We're still trying to figure out, you know, where we are. We're still trying to figure out, you know, what our ceiling is. We're still trying to figure out where we're going. We're not a talented enough team to survive some of the things that we're doing to ourselves. We're just not. We're really not. We just we need to step up, man, especially coaching-wise. Watching Sulla blow through those timeouts today, watching him do that, watching us going down two scores, and watching us have absolutely no way to get back into the game because of those blown timeouts, I'm telling you, that reminds me so much of Todd Bowles. Those are things that Todd Bowles, was doing before we fired him. Those are the exact things. Those are the exact things that he was doing before we fired him. The exact things. Now we're facing off against the Texans. 
going forward, and we'll see what we, what we do against them, man. We've got a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And this New York Jets coaching staff needs to look at itself and step up. And they need to find a way to hold players accountable for what's going on out there on the field. They must. You should not be out there if you're going to continue to cost this football team. Shouldn't. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I want to thank everyone for listening. It's been a frustrating – this was a frustrating game to watch and a frustrating loss to take. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I'm the man of people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, that's YoungJ000 on Twitter. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. It's one of the only guys that's actually playing pretty darn good on our offensive line. <laughs> Man, so I have my Vera Tucker jersey on. You want to troll me? We can go back and forth. I'm also on YouTube as well. I live stream my radio shows on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets, go over there, subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit the notification bell as well and give my stream a thumbs up. Give my videos a thumbs up too. We game on that channel as well, play games. We do all kinds of things. What a loss. So frustrating. So frustrating. As always, folks, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to call in and listen to the show. Another frustrating loss, but you folks are amazing. You folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 